Welcome, everybody, guys, um, to the uh, fourth episode of 940 Sports Talk. I am your host, AB, and next to me is my co-host, Alexander Wood. And um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at 940sports-talk. And at Twitter at 940sports-talk. And then on Instagram at 940sports-talk. Uh, Our first topic of today is going to be a college game day that's actually worth watching this time. Uh, we've got number five, Ohio State versus Nebraska. Um, and we both have Nebraska winning in this one. Yeah, and, uh, Iowa, Ohio State is 4-0 and and Nebraska's 3-1. So uh, what do you think about this game, man? Uh, I mean, kind of really the first uh, big opponent for Ohio State. I mean, Nebraska's not ranked, but definitely, you know, with their pedigree, they've got, they've got some momentum riding with them. I mean, it's nothing that they can just brush over in this game. And, I mean, if Nebraska can go 4-1, and one, I mean, that's big for their season. Oh, yeah. And another thing is, is um, Justin Fields and the Heisman watch, what do you think that's going to do to him? Uh, if Nebraska pulls away with this win. I mean, if Nebraska can pull away with this win or even keep it a close game, I think we'll see a lot of flaws come out of Justin Field uh, because, I mean, again, he's playing like some, some lower-ranked li- like little teams like Carolina 49ers or something last week. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just he's doing whatever he wants. So if he has a test, he'll show some of those weaknesses that no one's seeing right now. Yeah, and I mean, I don't remember the last time Nebraska was this good of a team, you know, already starting 3-1. Yeah. and playing a really good Ohio State team. So I'm just wondering how Nebraska is going to react if they get this win. Yeah, and I mean, Nebraska's got a great home field uh, home field advantage. I mean, the crowd is their crowd's oh, yeah. loud. And, I mean, they, they bring the enthusiasm game in, game out. Oh, yeah, you know, that's yeah, that's definitely a factor um, when determining games. I would say the, the fans are very, uh, very, um, whatchamacallit, like, they can influence the game. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, so, definitely. So um, make sure to watch that game tomorrow, Ohio State-Nebraska. It's going to be a good one, hopefully. Not a blowout. Yeah, it may mix up the, the top seven rankings for the first time this year. Oh, yeah, because they haven't changed yeah. since like, week one. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about Mason Fine uh, last week against UTSA. Um, comparing him to his Cal game, you know, in a sense of, like, uh, like yards and touchdowns. I mean, his ratio of touchdowns and interceptions was better this game. Yeah, he actually didn't throw an interception. I'm happy about that. Yeah, First yeah. Time. You know, it seems like he's throwing an interception in every game, which he yeah. has. Yeah. So, um, I mean, his, his passing yards was kind of a bit lower. Yeah, but, I mean, he got the completion up a oh. lot from 52 to 68. So, I'm oh, definitely yeah. happy about that. And, I mean, even though his stats don't look like – I mean, he got two touchdowns. But even though his yards don't look uh, crazy, pop out, I mean, it was a good game for him. I mean, I was there – I don't know about you, um, but I mean, he just looked like he was moving the ball fluidly. Oh yeah, you it was know, a fluid offense. This maybe game. maybe it was just because they were back at home, you know. Yeah, calm that, down. Yeah, calm down. Maybe regroup. Maybe get uh, get ready for this Houston game tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully UNT can just re revive their season. Yeah. You know, I mean, th- this next Houston game is going to be crazy. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he hopefully this will start picking up his season. And he'll get better stats from here on out because, I mean, those these last two games have been rough on him. Oh, yeah. You know, it seems like, again, the first game, Abilene Christian, you know, of course it was just, you know, a low-level yeah, team. just a warm-up. Just a warm-up. But, you know, we really got to see how good of a quarterback he is. But now that we're kind of getting into these conference games and tougher games, it just seems like he's just falling apart. Yeah. You know, so maybe if he can have a good game against Houston, uh, maybe that'll just, you know, revive his oh, season. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a great game to watch. Oh, yeah. Speaking of UNT and Houston, it's going to be the first game we talk about. Um, UNT looking to go three and two. Houston's one and three right now. 
Um, what do you think about this? Game? Uh, I mean, yeah, again, we we both have UNT. I mean, a little bit of bias there, but oh, yeah. I mean, if UNT can go three and two after this game, I mean, that'll definitely revive this season that was in dire need of some wins. Oh yeah, two weeks ago. I mean, two weeks ago, one and two. I mean, it just it wasn't looking too good for us. A lot of doubt going through my mind. But I mean, now if we can, we're in our two and two in a great position to go three and two. I'm, I'm really excited for it. A lot of enthusiasm around this game. Oh yeah, I mean. If I got to say something about UNT's losses, you know, I think the reason they lost against SMU was not just because SMU had a better offense. It's just, like, I think I think UNT just, like, overhyped the game. They're like, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to go in there. We're going to shut them out, you know. And yeah. then SMU was the one that did yeah. the shutting out. I mean, I think they just went into that game not fully understanding how good of opponents those two teams were. I think they thought lesser of SMU. And then Shane Bouchelle carried the offense, like, 45 points. And I don't think they took that Cal team seriously. And then now you see Cal. I mean, they're they're pretty moving up the rankings yeah, pretty rank, easily. Yeah, they're ranked 15 yeah, right now. So I, I just think both those games, they didn't come prepared. And hopefully, you know, with this Houston game and every game throughout, they'll definitely come prepared and ready to play. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then uh, another loss they had was, um, what was it? Cal. Yeah, Cal. You know, like we said, that wasn't even, you know, it really wasn't a blood. It was a really close game yeah, all close the way. Game. You know, I think it was just, you know, Cal had the better offense and defense yeah. of the game which yeah. allowed them to come away with the victory so but um houston you know they've they've always known to be uh, they've been known to have a good quarterback so you know we'll see how that goes tomorrow when yeah. ut plays houston and then the next game after that uh we have texas tech versus uh number six oklahoma and i really think i mean this is the first test for oklahoma this season to oh truly yeah see what they're about you know i watched the texas tech and arizona game you know of course texas tech and oklahoma both coming off of a bye so, you know, they both have that extra rest, yeah. but is that bad or is that good? Um, I mean, I think for this Oklahoma team, I, I don't think it's going to be too good because I think they're not, you know, using this week as extra practice and extra preparation. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're not really looking forward to this Texas Tech team being anything. I mean, you know, they're starting quarterbacks injured again. So, I mean, I think they're just ready to come out there and just walk all over them. But I think this Texas Tech team, Texas Tech team using this bye week to just – get ready and fine-tune whatever their game plan is to upset this number six Oklahoma team. So uh, Matt Wells actually had an interview with ESPN the other day, and he said, you know, we, you know, I've never played a team like Oklahoma, you know, quarterback like Jalen Hurts. Like he was saying, yeah, this kid's really good. But think about it. Texas Tech has had their best defense I've ever seen. Yeah, oh yeah. It's I mean, really they're shutting good. teams down for the first you know, time I've ever you seen. Know, the last time Tech won was in 2011 with Seth Deggie in, in Norman. And um, that was a good game. It was back and forth. But, you know, if Tech's defense can really step up and stop that pass game and yeah. run game, yeah. I feel like Texas Tech actually has a chance yeah. against I, Oklahoma. I think if they can put uh, Jalen Hurts under pressure and he doesn't believe that he can just run around a team with ease and they sack him a few times... I think, you know, Texas Tech can really step up in this game. And I, I think the reason, like you're saying, that they're going to win this game is going to be because of their defense, which is, I think, the first time it's ever been said that Texas Tech is going to win a game off their defense. Oh, yeah. You know, Oklahoma 3-0, Texas Tech 2-1. Yeah. Um, I think if Tech wins this game, I think they'll definitely be ranked, maybe, possibly. Because, I mean, you are playing a number 6 Oklahoma definitely, team, yeah. top 10. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, hopefully they can come out with a win. I'm rooting for them. I'm going to see Oklahoma fall, I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, And then Texas, number 11. They did move up one ranking, uh, but they have a bye this week. Yeah, I mean, hopefully no teams around them don't do too good. And then, you know, we'll just keep that position. All right. And then moving on to that, I mean, Texas Tech, TCU, sorry, uh, against Kansas. 
And I mean, you have Kansas in this game. Yeah, I got Kansas. Um, you know, I um TCU and Kansas both lost last week, but I just think Kansas is, you know, they actually played a Big Twelve game last week against Oklahoma State. So I just think that um I think Kansas is looking to bounce back, and you know I've seen a good Kansas team so far. Yeah. So I think I think I got Kansas in this one. Yeah, I mean I think Texas uh, Kansas has more riding on this because I mean this is their. I mean, they're riding the momentum of this season because, I mean, they've never really been taken seriously as a football team. Oh, yeah. And then this season, they're actually starting to win games and kind of win some of them demandingly. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Kansas wants to, you know, have that national eye on them a bit. And they're they're fighting every game for that. And especially coming off a loss, they definitely don't want to go two losses in a row. Oh, yeah. I think there's more to fight for for this Kansas team than Baylor's ready for. Yeah. I mean, and then another thing is, like, TCU um, losing to SMU, you know, I, I think that both Kansas and TCU are both looking for a win, and they're both trying to prove something, you know, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it should be a good game. I mean, definitely this will prove who Kansas wants to be oh, yeah, in the games for to sure, come. for sure. Yeah. And then after that, we have Iowa State-Baylor. Uh, it's not the biggest game in Texas this week. Uh, you have Iowa State. I, I would go with Iowa State, too, in this game. Yeah, um, you know, of course, Iowa State – when they first started, they were ranked, and they were like yeah. looked at the they were looked at this team, you know, like all right, I, this is going to be Iowa State's year. You know, Iowa State hasn't really proved that, but they're also playing a three and zero Baylor team, you know. So I'm wondering how that's going to affect Iowa State's mentality in this game. Yeah, I mean Baylor definitely is going to come out the gate rolling, just because I mean they're really probably going to fight for that four and zero ranking first time in probably a hot minute for Baylor that they've done that. Um, but, I mean, Iowa State, yeah, as you say, trying to prove these haters wrong. I mean, they're really trying to go out there and say that, you know, these predictions you made at the beginning of the year aren't totally false. And, you know, they can live up to that status just a bit, even though if their record's not showing it, that their play status is showing that. Oh, yeah. And um, our next game after that is going to be number 23, A&M, uh, Texas A&M versus Arkansas. Um, I got A&M in this one. You know, they're definitely trying to pull away with the win after losing to two top 25 teams. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, they're almost falling out of the rankings right now at 23. So, I mean, Arkansas, I mean, they're, they're good, but they're never at that quality uh, to be, like, knock off a, a, like a team like A&M. Oh. So, I do believe that A&M will pull away with this. Oh, yeah. And uh, something and, I want to relate to, like, Arkansas is uh, last year, whatever, UNT beat them. You know, I don't know if you saw that. Like, UNT got that punt return, I think. And it was, a, it was pretty nice. Like, it was a good game. I believe, yeah, UNT won that game. Okay. So... Yeah, I mean, I just I see Texas A&M not really looking if it's a win or lose, if it's a win, and by how many points they win. Oh yeah, you know. But then again, if they lose, like it'll look really bad on them. And I mean, if that happens, if Arkansas loses or wins that one and beats Texas A&M, I mean, Texas A&M can just uh, wave their season goodbye at that point. I <laughs> yeah. think just fall. Yeah, I mean, they're the, they're already in a tough conference. You know? Oh yeah, they haven't even played Alabama yet. Yeah, it's over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyways, we're going to go ahead and move on to the Heisman Watch. Uh, top eight candidates. Uh, first one, well, well, we'll start from the bottom and go up. Uh, Anthony Gordon, quarterback at Washington State. Uh, he's looking really good. You know, I think he's the best quarterback maybe yeah. out of this, but not not really recognized just because I think of the school he goes to. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely the most uh, well-rounded quarterback and as some say the most like NFL product project uh, prototype, I mean. Because, I mean, he's, he's got the completion. I mean, he's got 137 to 183. I mean, the, the guy's already at 1,800 yards passing. Mm-hmm. And he, he's running it but not trying to, you know, take off with his, with his wheels or anything. And 21 touchdowns already. 
I mean, his stats are insane. He just plays for Washington State right now, which I do not believe are ranked. I think they fell out. Yeah, they too uh, long ago. yeah they fell out. Um, yeah. So I think they're they're looking to get back in there. Yeah. I mean, if they if they can if he can get his team into the rankings and stay there for the rest of the season, his name will start to move up. Because I mean, these stats are big. Oh I mean, yeah. Eight, eight, 800, 1,894 yards, and we're only in week five. Whew. Yeah. It's, then, uh, after that, I mean, Trevor Lawrence uh, kind of fell. A little bit. I mean, uh, almost out of the Heisman watch now. Yeah. Uh, it's just he's, uh, he's not producing the, the passing touchdowns. He's only got seven of those. And then he, he oh, still, yeah. you know, has that five inter- five interceptions. I don't think he threw one last game. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's just – he's not producing as people would have thought. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think much about it is just, the, you know, the season he had last year. Yeah. I think that's overshadowing how he's doing this year. Oh, yeah. People. Everyone is comparing like, comparing everything he does to what he did last year. Yeah, I think everybody's just be like, like you know, he did this last year. Why isn't he not doing it now? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's definitely taking a hit on his name. Uh, someone that kind of made him knock down to number seven is going to be number six, uh, Sam Ellinger, QB from Texas. I mean, QB is you'll see is a running theme. Oh yeah. As Heisman watches it is year in and year out. I yeah. mean the Heisman's become basically just who's the best quarterback in the nation. Oh yeah, and you know Sam Ellinger's even putting up them numbers, you know oh, yeah. twelve hundred thirty seven yards, fifteen touchdowns, you know. Yeah. And then he's almost at two hundred yards rushing, which is, you know Oh yeah, I mean he he's kind of the the he's the one I think rushing quarterback that no one really ever sees. I mean he's got the second most yards uh rushing from quarterbacks in this uh in this Heisman watch. And I don't think most people look at Sam Ellinger and go, oh, he can run. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of his hidden talents. Um, but, we'll, I mean, we'll have to see as the season progresses where he takes this Texas team, see if they're actually back. Oh, yeah. You know, then, they're, almost, they're almost passing top 10. So, I think definitely. if they really get into top 10, you know, we can finally see what Sam oh, yeah. Ellinger can do. And solidify that name in the Heisman watch. Oh, uh, yeah. Someone that's got the, I mean, in their college game day this week, Got to prove himself big time as Justin Fields, oh, number yeah. five. Yeah, I and mean, I think if I think if Ohio State wins by a demanding amount, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, Justin Fields' name will definitely go up in the Heisman oh, watch. Oh, definitely. But definitely. it also will hurt him if they lose to uh, Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, I think this is what's going to keep him in the Heisman watch or keep him out of the Heisman watch, one or the other. Oh yeah. I mean, if they don't win by a lot of points, it's gonna uh, then it's kind of going to hurt him, and they're going to look. Why can't you produce in a team that you know? They kind of expect it for them to win by a lot. But, I mean, he's also an untested quarterback. So, I mean, it's kind of an unknown ground right now for Justin Fields at Ohio State. Oh, yeah. This is this is the biggest game for him this season. Oh, yeah. And then after that, uh, the, the one person that's not a quarterback in this list, you know, Jonathan Taylor, running back from Wisconsin, he stayed strong in this list for oh, about yeah. three years. Yeah. He's not, he's not taking no for an answer. Yeah, he has uh, 10 touchdowns total, uh, seven on rushing and three in receiving. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have much receiving yardage, but he does have, he's almost at 500 yards uh, r- rushing. Yeah, so. I mean, he just came off a game where he tore up the Michigan uh, defense. Yeah. I mean, he, he's putting in the numbers like he does every single year. It's just like, are the, the people doing the Heisman votes going to give him the credit he's due? Because, I mean, I think he's, I see his runs, and I, mean, I think he's one of the best players in this list and one of the most NFL ready in this list. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think, too, you know, just putting up the stats he is, you know, but being overshadowed by these quarterbacks, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard yeah. to look at him. I mean, it, are the Heisman uh, voters going to give a running back the Heisman for uh, the first year? And I don't even know how long. Oh, yeah. You know, that's a big thing, too. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of people putting up good stats. It's just, uh, are they going to do unbiased or is it going to be biased? I mean, when you kind of look at the top two, it looks a little biased. But, I mean, Joe, Bur Joe Burrow is coming in number two or number three, my bad. I mean, he's really putting up those numbers. He's got the second most passing yards, 1,520. Uh, his, his completion is crazy. I mean, 100. Oh, yeah, it's almost spot on. Yeah, 100 to 124 attempts. I mean, 17 touchdowns. So, I mean, 17% of his uh, pass completions are a touchdown. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. I mean, he's he's not really a runner. I mean, yeah. that's nothing surprised. But he can get out of the pocket. I mean, he has 19 attempts. So, definitely not, he's not taking a sack. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow definitely seems like he's he's a he's a scrambler. Yeah. Like, he can get the he can put the ball in tight spaces and he can get oh, the yeah. job done. He's creative. He's kind of like a Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, creativity. yeah, kind of like an Aaron Rodgers. And then I mean, then the bias starts coming and you see Tua Tagovailoa, number two, just flipping between him and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you could argue that he has the stats, doesn't have the completion there just yet. Oh yeah, but I mean, he has the yardage with thirteen hundred yards total, and then he has that. That number 17 touchdowns. I mean, I think the only thing separating Joe Burrow and two Tagovailoa is the rushing. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think Joe Burrow should be above Tua. But, again, I think, it's... I mean, he has... Uh, Joe Burrow has more proven wins. I mean, they beat Texas. I oh, mean, yeah. Again, Alabama hasn't played a, a difficult team yet. Yeah, and, you know... And Joe Burrow is putting up better stats than him. You know, and in part of that, like you said, is the bias. Like, oh, he's yeah. from Alabama, so we're going to put him yeah. top two. he has to. He has to be. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, I would have expected Tua to have more rushing yards. Oh, yeah, same. I mean, he's he's almost got barely double what Joe Burrow has, and we consider Tua a rushing quarterback. Oh, yeah. You know, he definitely needs to start, you know, trying to run the ball if he yeah. can, you know, just to prove that he's a dual threat. Yeah. And then number one right now, Jalen Hurts carrying that Oklahoma offense we say oh, week yeah. in, week out. You know, and um, – if I'm, like, honestly, I think Joe Burrow should be number one right now. Yeah, I mean, just, if you look at these top two people, I mean, Jalen Hurts isn't even passing a 1,000 you know, yards. You know, his, his completion ratio is, is actually pretty good. I mean, it's good, but he doesn't have those attempts. Oh, yeah. I and mean, he's only thrown 61 passes compared to some of these people yeah. who have 140, 183, and he's barely breaking 100. He's yeah. not even breaking 100, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you still know, probably got like a game yeah, or two to go. He's still, under, um, he's still under 900 yards. I mean, even yeah. Trevor Lawrence is over 900 yards. Yeah. You know, so, and another thing I want uh, want to look at is his rushing yeah, this is definitely a running quarterback, but definitely. look at this. He has 373 yards, but Jonathan Taylor is already, is barely at 440. Yeah. Like, just think about that. Like, basically combine, like, Tua and Jonathan Taylor into one, and that's kind of like Jalen Hurts. But yeah. Jalen Hurts just doesn't have the yardage right now. Yeah. Uh, he. I mean, he, he needs to throw the ball a bit more. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't really seen an o OU game too much, so but obviously it's shown that they don't run the ball too. They don't throw the ball too much. Yeah, and I think Jalen Hurts again, like we said earlier, I think Jalen Hurts' first actual con uh, test is against Texas Tech this yeah, weekend. I think so because I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it looks like half the time he gets the ball, he decides to run it instead of throwing it. Oh yeah. So I mean, is that uh, it? Kind of raises a question as to like, if, is he thinking of running it first every time? You know? Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of it's kind of difficult. We're gonna have to see after this game. Oh yeah, and um, you know, I'm excited to see what what Texas Tech can do against this Jalen Hurts offense. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really hoping this Heisman watch gets shaken up because oh, I, mean, I yeah. think 
I think they're just playing the safe route right now and not yeah. actually looking at these players. I mean, other than that, be. too, I think ESPN just kind of just looks at the college and they're just like, all right, Alabama has somebody running. Um, Oklahoma has somebody running. We're going to yep. keep those two guys yep. at the top two. They're winning. I mean, yeah, that's they're their, winning. That's their, that's their reason. They're winning. Um, oh, this team lost to, like, an unknown team. Well, yeah. we'll just drop them one. You yeah. Know? But then you see this team who's really good lose to, like, you know, a really, really bad team, and they're just like, we're going to drop them like six six yeah. positions. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just all bias-related, and I just yeah. think that ESPN and them really just need to look at these players and how they're playing and really, you know, determine where they should fall in the Heisman. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the college football playoff predictions, which, again, hasn't changed too much since week one. I mean, the only new team I would say that ESPN is thinking about is Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, because Wisconsin has been in the playoff picture for quite a while now, like for the past two years. They just, you know, been falling. Like yeah. right when we get to the top four, they just fall. They lose one. And yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor doesn't appear. But I, yeah, definitely. They're always that team that's right outside of it, but then loses a crucial, crucial game. Yeah. And drops them out of their whole season. Yeah. And, you know, Auburn. Um, what do you think about Auburn? I mean, Auburn's just. Uh, I think it's a wild horse right now. Honestly, I mean, they've got a freshman quarterback in. I don't think they fully understand the offense that they're running, and the quarterback doesn't fully understand that. So, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to get into the playoffs this year. But I think this is a great stepping stone to next year to oh, show yeah. that, hey, you know, even with this uh, this new quarterback, we don't have much experience. You know, we're unskilled, untrained. We can still be a contender. Wait till next year when we have everything fine-tuned. Oh yeah, and it's we'll, just we'll beat Alabama. Oh yeah, it's Iron just Bowl. it's just like you said, you know, Auburn they have a freshman quarterback. Like yeah. this is just his first year, you know. Oh, yeah. Even if they can get to the top five, yeah. you know, and not I mean not necessarily make the playoffs, but it'll even if they can lot. yeah, even if they can get to top five, it'll prove what they can do as yeah. a team. Yeah, um, but I mean, uh only real new teams in this discussion right now are LSU and Wisconsin. Yeah. So I mean, I, I kinda wanna get shaken up once we get into conference play, hopefully, you know, we'll see some teams drop in and out. Yeah. Um, that brings us to the to the rankings this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's go ahead and start from the bottom. <laughs> rankings are definitely biased, I would say this week. Yes, this week. Sure. Yeah. Um, um, start at number twenty five. Have Michigan State bouncing back into the rankings. Can't hate on that too much. I mean, they won their game after going losing one game to a heartbreaker. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's easy to see them back in the twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five spot. And then uh, number 24, we have uh, Kansas State, um, which is kind of a surprise. I mean, yeah, I'm not too sure what their record is. Are they? I think they're 4-0. They're either 4-0 or 3-1. Okay. I mean, they're grinding away at their season. I mean, I, I think I saw some of the highlights on one of the games they had. And they're just, I mean, their defense, their middle linebackers are always good. They're always good at stopping the run. So, I mean, if they're doing that good, then I can understand when they're in 24th, sp- 24th spot. This week. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but then the bias starts to uh, feed in at number 23. Uh, yeah. Well, number 23, we have Texas A&M dropping six rankings. You know, they've lost, like, to two top 25 teams, and they're still in the rankings. Like, yeah. You know, I, I mean, if, it, if this was any other team outside the SEC and they lost to two ranked teams back-to-back, week, back-to-back weeks, they would have gotten what Michigan State got and just oh, bumped yeah. out of the rankings. I'll prove yourself one week, but no. Yeah. I mean, we're going to give Texas A&M a third chance to prove themselves Yeah, I against think, an Arkansas team this weekend. Yeah, I think they should just – I mean, 
even if Tech, I think if Texas A&M wins this game, I still think they should just get out of the rankings because yeah. there's so many other teams that have proved themselves yeah. so far. Oh yeah, there's so. a ton of other teams that are undefeated right now. Oh yeah, who should be in that ranking. Oh yeah, and then biggest biggest disappointment of I think the weekend had to be that one point loss for UCF. Oh yeah, and one point equals seven spots dropping in the rankings all yeah. the way to twenty second. Yeah, I mean they were replaced by number eight. I mean uh, by number by Cal. Yeah, they like, were replaced by like, USC. Like, like, think about it. UCF only losing their bowl game and been oh, undefeated. Yeah. yeah, and then after that, a one-point game. Yeah, one-point loss. I think they should have at least dropped, like, maybe two or three. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of them dropping seven. Seven spots? I mean, that's what you give to Texas A&M after they lose two games in a row. Yeah, That's yeah. not what you give to a team that I mean, loses by one point their first time since yeah, a now, bowl uh, game. Yeah, now UCF is back where they started. You yeah. know, they got to prove themselves yeah. again. Claw that way back up. And that was the first game they had lost in the regular season in, like, two to three seasons. Yeah. And that one point equals six, equals seven spots in the rankings? Yeah. I just don't understand that. Yeah, I mean... I mean... Even if you look above them, I mean, you got USC not even ranked all of a sudden 21st. Yeah. They have, I mean, USC, USC, I mean, they're definitely given the, the credibility of the doubt right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're having a good season, but are they having a season to where all of a sudden they go from, did they have that one game where all of a sudden they went from out of the rankings to jump, jumping, uh, what is it, four or five spots? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And then at number 20, we have Michigan. Uh, yeah, dropping nine. They're spots. just having a rough one this season. Oh yeah, I, I don't see him in this in this uh this poll next week. To be honest, I can see him dropping out very easily. Oh yeah, you know, Michigan. If they don't get their crap together, I they they could very well be one of those teams that's just yeah. not in the rankings. Uh, it's just I mean I don't think Shea Patterson's working out for him right now. Ever oh, since yeah. he transferred for from Ole Miss, I mean he's just not putting up the numbers they expected for him. Oh yeah, and it's it's definitely hurting. I mean, they have a run game, and their defense is there. Just their off, their offense in general with Shea Patterson is not moving the way I, the critics thought they would. Oh yeah. And then after that, um, another one of the Cinderella stories dropping down. Uh, Utah dropping nine rankings right after they get to top ten. Oh yeah, you know they were right there too, and then now yeah, they lose right to the Colorado coast. team, and then they drop nine rankings. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, where's this Colorado team? Because I mean, they they almost brought Wisconsin, or I'm pretty sure it was Wisconsin or Nebraska. They brought those teams, like, almost to a comeback, and then they ended up beating one of them. I forget which one it was. You kind of ask, how come Colorado's not in this rankings right now? I mean, they kind of, they have the team. They have the games for it. How come USC's in there? How come Texas A&M's still in there? Oh, yeah. And then uh, at number 18, we have Virginia going up three spots. Um, kind of a kind of a shocker to me. Yeah, uh, I saw a stat that this was, like, their first time going uh, 4-0. In the um, in like the two like the 2010 era. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean they're they're really having a good good season this year as a Virginia team, and they're they're playing like they used to apparently. So I, I'm gonna have to catch a game to be honest, rather than oh, momentum yeah. right now. Oh yeah, and I then mean, uh, number 17 we have Washington moving up five, yeah, five spots. spots. You know Washington's always been one of those teams that's just ranked. Yeah, I guess. And they can win one game, move up five, but then lose one game and then drop down to 23. Kind of yeah. fluctuate everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, we have number four, Boise State. I mean, this is a big jump for Boise State, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Number four s- rankings. Oh, yeah. They dropped four rankings. Yeah. You know? and they're um, kind of that one. T- they're kind of one of the teams that have to, you know, grind out each ranking week by week, jumping one, jumping two. 
Oh yeah, you know I think yeah that's how Boise State is. Um, I'm 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 kind of a small fan of Boise State. You know I kind yeah, of I like too. I like their team. I like their yeah. uniforms. I like their stadium. Yeah, Bluefield. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. It's pretty cool. They're kind of the the underdog that you can root for, and everyone else kind of roots for. Yeah, kind of the outside the the power rankings. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then um, I would say probably. The most undeserved. Yeah, undeserved, undeserved ranking right now is number 15, and that's Cal, going up eight spots. I understand they're undefeated. Uh, yeah, I understand same, that. You know, same too. But not against quality teams. Yeah, you know, I don't even know who Cal played last week, but think about it. UCF lost by one point, and Cal won their game, so let's just switch them. Yeah. Like, like it kind of makes, makes me mad, you know, because Cal, yeah. Cal has never been in the rankings and like, quite a while yeah and definitely not in the top 15 and probably the 2000s <laughs> oh yeah you know so it's, it's kind of like it's it's just kind of you know it makes me mad that they put cal at 15 and they made ucf drop seven rankings yeah um i mean but it, it, we'll have to see probably they'll drop out of the rankings this week that's usually what they happen they give them the benefit <laughs> and they don't prove themselves because they're not supposed to be there yeah and then it, the order fix itself yeah so hopefully you know that the teams can right their wrongs and get back to the spots. Hopefully, you know, if UCF wins this game, all of a sudden it's not a one spot, one spot. So seven weeks from now, they finally get back their spot they were at. Yeah. And then uh, teams dropping out of the rankings was uh, number 19, Washington State. So, I mean, yeah, they have a, they have a quarterback that's putting up insane stats on yeah. the Heisman watch. Oh, yeah. But here they are dropping out of the rankings already five, like week five. Yeah, I think if they get put back in the, uh, the rankings, maybe that'll increase yeah. the quarterback's chance in the Heisman. Yeah. But, it, I mean, I also kind of said, you got to look at the quarterback and ask why. Oh, like, yeah. Why is your team already proving that it's not what it's all supposed to be? Yeah. And you have Arizona State dropping out of 24. Both 24 and 25 dropped out this week. Yeah, and uh, like we said, TCU uh, playing SMU, that was a really good game. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm kind of asking myself, why isn't SMU in the rankings? Yeah. You know, like I said, first time they're going, they've been 4-0 since 1987. So you kind of ask ESPN, like, why aren't you putting this team in the rankings? Like, yeah. you know Shane Bichel, so, yeah. you know, put him in the rankings. I just think – I think definitely uh, – the NCAA has some grudge against SMU, you know. Yeah, kind of been. They punished them in the past. Took away the football team. They don't want them in their rankings right now, you know. Yeah, they want teams that are in the limelight to be in the rankings. Um, but some other teams that are getting some votes. Uh, Wake Forest, uh, Oklahoma State, which is uh, playing uh, Kansas State this weekend. Yeah, big one. They can. Yeah. They definitely should get ranked if they beat them. Uh, SMU, like we said, they should be in the rankings regardless. Yeah. Um, Army, uh, Memphis. Um, Iowa, Iowa State. State got a lot to prove this week, as we oh, said. Oh, yeah. Um, Appalachian State. Washington State, like we said, trying to bounce back, get in the rankings. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State. Uh, Mizzou. Uh, Pittsburgh. You know, I think Pitt, the only reason Pittsburgh is receiving votes is because they beat UCF. Yeah, that's it. They're, uh, they're, they're going to lose next game. Oh, yeah. And then Minnesota, Arizona State, and Colorado and Tulane. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of some teams you know, some teams you really don't. So that's kind of how others receiving votes yeah, is. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that if most of these teams went out, you know, if Washington State wins, I'm hoping they don't get back into the rankings. I'm hoping it's not going to be this trend of, you know, if you lose one, knock, you get knocked out of the rankings. But if you win the next one, you get put back in. Oh, yeah. Especially for teams like this. I think, you know, if SMU wins their game and okay, Oklahoma State win their game, they should both be in the rankings. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the polls need to stop, you know, giving bias towards these teams that have the pedigree. 
you know, oh, last year they were in 15, so it's understandably that this year they're in 15. You know, they need to look at the now and not the past. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to go ahead and continue with the rankings because we kind of just skipped, a, skipped by. Um, number 14, we have Iowa going up four spots. So uh, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, it's a solid defense as we – I mean, we've watched some of the games. I mean – their, their defense is the same as it's been year in, year out. I mean, they just they do not let teams get yardage at all. Oh, yeah. Not not one bit. They just will just choke you for the whole game. And then let their offense, you know, pick away at yardage. Oh, yeah. I think 14, I mean, it's good. Uh, I think that they, they still have a bit to prove throughout this year. But, I mean, it's a, it's a great start, and it's a great position for them. I don't think they've been 14 in a minute. And if they can keep winning out, I mean – you come two weeks, you'll see an Iowa team that's top ten all of a sudden. Oh yeah, for sure. Now next we have uh, number thirteen, Oregon, going up three spots. You know, I think ever since Oregon lost to Auburn, they're just trying to bounce back and yeah, you know, show that they're still that Oregon oh, team. Oh yeah, and I mean, I, I'm this is the, like the one bit of the poll that I'm happy with. You know, they're not holding Oregon down at the the twenties or like the low tens just because they lost a heartbreaker to Auburn in week one. I'm glad that you know. Oregon's putting up the the numbers and the games, and that they're 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 slowly coming back up. I mean, at thirteen, I mean, I'd be happy with that as an Oregon team. Oh yeah, and then uh, number twelve, we have Penn State um, going up one spot in the rankings. What do I you mean, think? yeah, that I mean they've been tested a bit, but not against, not against. Uh, I don't think they've played a top twenty five team just yet. I mean, their toughest opponent. Um, I'm forgetting who it was like two weeks ago. I mean, it's just, they, they had a good game. It was close until the end when Penn State pulled away. But they're one of the teams that needs to play a top 25 team to actually prove themselves. I oh, believe. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then after that, you know, we have number 11, Texas, moving up after one spot after the game last week. I mean, even though Texas is showing that they're they're good and that they're, they're playing good and good football, they still have a lot to prove, to oh, be yeah. honest. They still have a whole season to prove to the, the voters and to fans that they are the team to be cheering for, that Texas is back. And I think they're going to have to prove more week in and week out, to be honest. Oh, yeah. You know, I think Texas will definitely be in the top ten, you know, here in the next week or two. Oh, yeah. You know, it's good they have a bye week this week, you know, really regroup themselves. Uh, and then after that, we have number ten, Notre Dame, uh, moving down three rankings. I think this is the part where they start to fold. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, they have a tough game this week, actually, um, against Washington. So. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, this is another big one to show, you know, if Notre Dame is this top 10 team or just the team, again, getting the benefit of the doubt because, they, they you know, they have the history. Yeah, I think there's definitely be a test for yeah. Notre Dame. And then Florida, you're not, not moving anywhere. Uh, I'm not sure if they played a game or had a bye this week. Uh, they had a buy, I think. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, understandable they didn't really move anywhere. I mean, I would be happy as Florida, considering how some of these teams fared. I mean, there's a lot of change up in this one. No, they had a game against Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. I mean, yeah, I'd be happy they didn't move move down any. I mean, a lot of these teams moving down three, moving down nine. I mean, two teams moved down nine spots that spots this week oh yeah and then at uh, number eight we have wisconsin going yeah. up five spots yeah. jonathan taylor proving that his team is serious and that wisconsin is an actual powerhouse right now oh yeah i mean I i'm glad that they're you know not just brushing them aside 
and just being like, oh, it's just a Wisconsin team with a good running back. You know, they're actually moving up five spots. Yeah. And then Auburn going to number seven. You know, y- y- these top seven have kind of changed in the past couple of weeks. But you're finally seeing maybe the top top eight getting shaken up yeah. finally yeah. a little bit. You know, finally, you know, Auburn's, you know, moving up in the rankings with their freshman quarterback, you know. People are actually giving him, you know, a look that they're an actual solid team and a team that can be taken seriously. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, you got Oklahoma who, you know, they had, again, not playing a, a crazy good team. But um, they're still playing good football. So, you know, if they're not playing at their highest peak week in, week out, you know, they're going to drop down some rankings. Yeah, I think most of it is just, like we said, again, Oklahoma having the first test yeah. against Texas Tech oh, this yeah. week. So oh, yeah. it'll definitely prove how they are. Yeah, and then, I mean, Ohio State's got a got a game this week. I mean, this is, this is two teams, I mean, five and six, that both have tests this weekend to prove themselves and prove oh, yeah. their quarterbacks are worthy of being in the Heisman watch, that their teams are worthy of being in the Heisman or the playoff watch. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, top four have really hasn't changed yeah. at all. Still got LSU, Joe Burrow still tearing it up. Oh, um, yeah. Number three, Georgia. It kind of wonders, how come you don't see a Georgia player in the Heisman watch? You know, yeah, Jake Fromm is just, yeah. he's, he's pretty good. I've seen him play a little bit. Yeah. You kind of see, you kind of wonder why Jake Fromm isn't in the Heisman. Yeah. I mean, but is, is Georgia just a well-rounded, best well-rounded team, which in that case, why shouldn't they be one? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Alabama and Clemson still keeping the one and two spot since last season. Yeah, I it's gonna think, take a lot to shake that up. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, just real quick, I'm gonna see who actually they're playing this week. Let's see. Um, Clemson is gonna be playing uh, North Carolina, and then okay. Alabama is playing. They might have a bye. They might have a bye. Actually, hold on. Oh, no, they're playing Ole Miss. Okay. So, I mean, two teams, you know, they're starting off conference play, but it's not a powerhouse team in the conference. Oh, yeah. I think it is going to be a little bit of a test, but it's not. It's nothing crazy. I think the one and two will still stay the exact same after this week. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, recapping NFL Week 3 and then part of Week 4. First thing I want to say is, like, Daniel Jones moving up to the starter. Yeah, I mean, he's the starter no one expected. Oh, yeah. Twitter was on fire when he got drafted at number, I think, what, four? Yeah. I mean, it was crazy, this QB from Duke getting picked in the first round, top five. And yeah. now to actually, you know, become a starter and then play that game and come back from a 17-point deficit yeah. and get the win? If, I mean, yeah, I noticed that his jersey sells actually went up, oh, like, yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. Everyone's jumping on that Daniel Jones, <laughs> Daniel Dimes, Daniel <laughs> yeah. Wagon right yeah. now. I mean, we still got some games. I mean, he just it was just one game, but definitely people are getting in their head to sell a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, it was a great first game for him to have. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we have uh, seven undefeated teams still after week three and part of week four. Uh, those teams are going to be the Patriots, Rams, Chiefs, Bills, Lions, 49ers and the Cowboys. Um, what yeah. do you think about all these I teams? I mean, there's some expected people. You know, you expect the Patriots, Rams, the first three, you know, Patrick Rams, Chiefs, you expect them to be there. If they're not undefeated, then they're having a bad season. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you look at the le- the next three, and you got Bills, Lions, and 49ers. I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season expected those three teams to be undefeated come week four. You know, I kind of expected the 49ers, honestly, because I, I know how good Jimmy Garoppolo is. Yeah. I know what he can do. Yeah. So... 
But I mean, the question, I mean, did they have the defense for that? Oh, yeah. I that know. was the whole thing. Yeah. And they, Jimmy, I, Jimmy Garoppolo is great, great QB, not fully NFL tested, but their defense just isn't what they're, I believe, what they want it to be. But I mean, to go 3-0 and right now, I mean, it's a great start to the season. Oh, yeah. And then after that, I mean, I don't think anybody saw the Bills going 3-0. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Either. Not at and all. And I believe this week, uh, the Patriots and the Bills are playing each other. Yeah, so one of these teams get knocked out. So Most likely, the Bills will not be undefeated. But just to be 3-1. and one, Yeah. And to the only loss be against the Patriots. You know, I would be extremely happy as a Bills fan. You know, that. and it's, it's, it's kind of like the Lions. They're 2-0-1. They're oh so technically, yeah. they're undefeated, but technically, they're not. I mean, it's so, a tie, though. So. Yeah, so they technically still have not lost yet on yeah. the season. And, I mean, it comes – it's going to be weird come playoff time when, you know, there's teams that hopefully, you know, still have a good record, but they have a tie. Oh, yeah. And how do you treat those teams? You know, what if one of these teams does go undefeated, but they still have that tie? How do you treat them in the playoff uh, yeah. outlook? Yeah. And then, you know, you got the Cowboys lastly. Yeah. I mean, great season – Great, great time to be a Cowboys fan. Every yeah. everything is firing in all cylinders. Yeah, like I said last week about Ricky Deck and Ricky Zeke, they're finally yeah. they're finally reshaping. Oh yeah, they're the, stepping up to the spotlight. Oh yeah, and I definitely, I definitely think that this season they might change yeah. things in Dallas. And definitely. then um, the last one is Antonio Brown retiring from the NFL. But he re-enrolled at Central Michigan for college. So. Uh, he's just a – that man is just a clown. <laughs> that man is just a straight clown. I mean, he yeah. got into – I don't know if you saw uh, last night, he got into a Twitter war with uh, Eric Weddle. And, I mean, it was just – he's just – he's too much drama. I mean, I'm glad to have him out of the NFL, to be honest. He was the great, greatest route runner in the NFL when he was in there. But uh, it's just too much – too much, too much with him. Oh yeah. I mean, everything was a problem. Every little move he made was a problem to him or someone else. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, also, I mean, glad he's going back to school. You know, and get a better education. You know. Yeah. Can't hate on that. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, just keep an update on week four. Um, we're gonna add something new to this week, so we will catch you in a second. All right, man, would you mind giving us your opinion on the uh, UNC versus Houston game this weekend? Okay, so um, Houston's a higher power. So they're probably like they're more, definitely more talented, yet they've been losing like all of their games pretty much. I think they're like one in three right now. Yeah, they so, are. Um, like they're not like great, but yeah. I think it's going to be tough for UNC to win. All right. I think you can go either way. Okay, basically. all right. Cool. Nice. Thank you. All right.